Welcome to one more edition of Politics and Right. I'm Igberto Willis, your host. Thank you so kind for being a part of the show. We're going to have a great show for you today. Welcome aboard, Carl Kolchak. Yes, you're here. Melanie Keelan. Yes, you're here. ABQ. Yes, you're here. Melanie. And ABQ has Eric Hayes. Yes, you're here. All right, let's see. ABQ says, I just came home from visiting my father's grave on his birthday with family. Kind of not in the mood for politics or argument conservatives chat right now. We'll be listening from away from keyboard, at least for a little while. Ah, welcome aboard. I remembered when it happened. I think I I, I called. I, I kind of looked you up when that happened. And I understand the feeling. I lo- I remember when I lost mine distinctly. It's going to be. You never get over it. You just learn to live with it. But um, you know, I gave you my condolences then. I give you my support now, brother ABQ. Uh, you stay positive, and remember. He's living vicariously through you. Again, he's living vicariously through you. And based on who you have become, based on your values, he has done a hell of a job. So I hope you felt a sense of peace as he visited uh, with the spirit of your dad. So welcome to Politics Done Right, brother. Thank you for being here. Eric Hay says, Biden administration spending $30 million on crack pipes and smoke kits instead of clamping down on the dealers and other criminals responsible for the supply. There is no equity in this as keeping the supply only makes the problem worse and says the government condones its use. Selling or distributing drugs paraphernalia is against federal law unless authorized by the government. Funding for the program comes from Democrats' American Rescue Plan. You know what you all do, right? You go ahead and look at every misspent money or any money that is that, that has dual purposes and name it, name it, name it, and then you try to attach it, then you create an ad for it, and you make it seems like what it isn't. I won't waste my time on it because no sensible administration is going to say, I want to support people being doped up. I want to support people getting high. I want to support, you know, I mean, they all, the, the government already sanctions people getting doped up and getting high. The government does that. In fact, it actually collects taxes on it. It's called liquor, a substance that does a whole lot more damage to the body than marijuana and many other drugs combined. So uh, spare me, my dear brothers and sisters, anybody who comes and tells me, Oh, they're supporting drug paraphernalia. Read between the lines. I'll read between the lines some other time. But I'm not going to get into that right-wing methodology of creating a false impression uh, and then make, you know, stamping somebody with it. It's not going to fly here. We are going to continue to work on the issues. You know what the issue is? The issue is that if most red states have refused the Medicaid expansion to the Affordable Care Act, thus murdering many of their citizens. That's the real issue. If you, want, if you care about people, if you, if you care about people as much as many of, of, of our, of, of our uh, right-wing politicians claim they care about people, then let's go ahead and solve the problems like the Medicaid expansion to the Affordable Care Act in the short term. Support it so that some of your constituents will live. Try to save the life of some of your constituencies instead of trying to find some gotcha moment. So whenever, let me, let me talk to my progressives and my sensible conservatives here. 
this is silly time now. It's an election period, and they're going to come up with all kinds of silly, crazy things to keep progressives on their toes, to have them on the defensive. Let me tell you what I, I called up a judge in Houston. I won't name the judge at all, but I called the judge up. Uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff, not only here in Houston, but around Baltimore, around, all over the country where they're trying to give the impression that crime is out of control. Crime is not out of control. It's not like what it was in the 90s. We had an uptick in crime, but we also had an uptick in poverty during the pandemic and mis, mis, misfla- displacements, etc. And all those issues are conducive to the increase in crime. And that's what's happening. Now, some of these people, we have bail in this country, laws in Texas, in fact, written by Republicans, uh, and they write bail laws in order to support their benefactors. Bail bondsmen want criminals as a source of income as well. So whenever you hear about bail bonds and they make it seem like it's a progressive letting out people on bail, remember, the people who want the ability to give criminals bail are mostly the GOP who are in the hands of the bail bonds people because they pay them to say we want to we want you to allow bail because we make a lot of money on bail so let's remember that so here's the deal don't get caught up in defending anything progressives have nothing to defend they have to defend nothing they are in the right anytime somebody comes up to you with anything You immediately go on the offense. And the things that go on the offense is you are your policies by distraction, by you are trying to distract us from other things. Your policies are killing people. Your policies are starving people. Your policies are destroying the environment. Your policies are keeping kids hungry. Your policies are making sure that kids cannot attain the educational level they're up to and can attain. Do not answer their questions, my brothers and sisters. The way to fight, the way to fight for the American people is to fight for the American people. And that means disregarding the smoke and mirrors that they have used decade after decade to ensure that Americans vote against their own interests. Let me give an example. If I have to defend what Eric Hayes just talked about, oh, Donald, uh, Biden is buying drug paraphernalia. I'm going to spend important time answering his silly comment as opposed to being on the assertive, be on the attack, be on the person's... Don't disregard the comical crap and you go ahead and point out what the Republican politicians, not your brothers and... not your Republican brothers and sisters because they're just pawns of these guys. You go ahead and uh, you go into the fight. Disregard their commentary and immediately talk to the American people. These are the guys making sure that those hospitals in Yoakum, Texas, Brenham, Texas, Timbuktu, Ohio, they are the ones responsible for their closures. They are responsible for not allowing the policies to support these entities. Do not get bogged down. Into they want you bogged down into defending all the crap they put up there. Oh, you're causing you're you're, you're causing water to leak. You're caught. Co- disregard all of that. You keep 
your focus. Focus on you are murdering people, numero uno. You are keeping kids hungry, numero dos. You are ensuring that families cannot stay together. You don't, you deny family leaves. Keep your eye on the ball. You want to win 2022? Listen to what I'm saying. Do not allow them. Do not allow them at all. E2247, support the honest Alabama U.S. representative in all Congress, Ms. Terry Sewell. I like Terry Sewell. I have a few issues with Terry Sewell, but I like her in general. Um, Tom C. says, Elaine's brother, his wife, was just kicked out of an assisted living facility in Florida after getting COVID due to their negligence. No notice, no appeal. Welcome to the American healthcare system. Amazing, isn't it? Daniel Lado, do humanists believe in spirit? We be- Humanists... Let me tell you something about here. Welcome aboard, Daniel Ledo. In fact, welcome aboard, Tom C. E2247, welcome aboard. Carl uh, Kolchak, welcome aboard. As well as my brother, Bruce Pollard, and, and others. Um, do humanists believe in spirits? We don't have... Th- that's the thing about humanism, right? Humanism is not anti-religion. There are Christians who are humanists. There are Muslims who are humanists. And there are agnostic who are humanists. And there are people like me... Who believe in that? Who believe in a, a, some powerful being? But I, I sure don't trust pastors to tell me who that powerful being is. But I believe there's something out there that I don't understand, and I am willing to accept my ignorance on that issue. But I also know that the fallibility of the the people who call themselves Christians today ensures that I would never sit down here and call myself a Christian of the sort that we have today, or likely of any particular religion, after the evil that much, much, uh, not all, a lot of them do. Like, a, my wife is a deacon at a church, uh, St. Luke Missioner Baptist Church, and I love that church. I, I don't follow the script, by the, I, you know, I don't like it, I don't go to it or anything like that, but I think the pastor does good work in the community, and that is what I am all for and support. Bruce Pollard says, safe places to inject will save lives. I agree. You know, I have a quick story. Today I met, uh, when I was in therapy with my daughter this morning, uh, there's this nice woman. Her son uh, has some, had a stroke as well, and uh, he's not, he's, I think, further gone than, uh, I mean, he's, he's still recovering. And, um, you know, we were talking, and she found out that she didn't have the vaccine, and I told her, you know, she's a Christian, very religious person. But, you know, again, there's sort of this anti-vax streak in these communities. So I spoke to her and I said, you know, I'm, I don't want to get in. You know, you, you know, she said, you know, you're not supposed to talk religion or anything like that. I said, I know. But let me suggest to you that uh, based on how your religion worked, consider that Jesus, God, may have sent Uh, put you in the same place that I was knowing that you need to have a vaccine to do that and she smirked and she smiled but you could see that I did touch a nerve right there when I said things happen for a reason just maybe I wasn't doing a hard sell on her what I also did is she gave me a lot of conspiracy stuff that she heard I gave her some numbers I pointed out who invented the Moderna vaccine I made it clear that it wasn't a new vaccine or anything of that nature, that the technology has been researched by the government for decades, and that it's just these marketing companies that have finally put the 
last mile on it. So I explained all of that to her. And, you know, I don't know that she's going to have the vaccine or not, but at least she'll be, she would have had another point of view that would inform her when that comes. Daniel Edo says, if I'm arrested with my government-issued crack pipe, do I get off the drug paraphernalia charge? I don't know. You got, you know, you got to talk to, to, uh, to, <laughs> to uh, brother um, Eric Hayes on that one. Okay, let's see. Tom C. says, hi, Twitch. What's happening? Were you live? Yeah, we're live on Twitch too. Uh, E2247 says, Daniel, all persons keep within a spirituality, even if not a religion. I like that answer, E2247. Carl Cox says, right-wing media are mega liars. Some are for GOP politicians. GOP right-wing media don't care who lives or dies. All they want is money and power. Progressives are for good, not evil, like conservatives. And I like to, I like to restrict that to conservative leaders and politicians. Because if somebody, you, you don't knock somebody that, you don't blame somebody that is ill for being ill uh, in, in, in most instances. So I think uh, we, we ought to be a bit careful there. So, you know, these, if you listen to the media that these folks listen to, it's not hard to see where they land. It's not hard at all. All, Harris, all judges in Harris County are liberal and the cause of the bond problem and over 160 deaths. Let's clarify that. The laws governing bond issuance is written by the state. There are laws that, has, that have to be followed. Okay? Secondly, uh, while there may be one or two judges that simply were irresponsible in the way they dealt with bail, most of them were responsible, and it's just about spinning. The crime rate in Houston has actually fallen since 2021. Uh, the murder rate has gone up, but again, most of the murder rate has been interpersonal. Uh, in other words, not somebody coming to some other community to kill some others. Eric, you live in Kingwood. When was the last murder that you heard in Kingwood? But you hear a lot of murders in the ghettos, right? So uh, if, if there were murders going around like you would want people to believe, believe me, the crackdown would have been much greater when it hits a community like Kingwood or Katy or these other places. So don't, again, be snowed by a, a media that is owned by the plutocracy that tries to convince you of things by scaring you to death, which is what they do. All right, Daniel Ledo says, uh, the left values the degenerate over the lawful, the deviant over the modest. The left cares more about the average. Uh, the left cares not about the average American. Okay, that's your thought. I think based on, you know, I, I don't have to argue with that. I just have to tell you what policies we support and what policies you don't support. And then when we when we put those on when we itemize those, it is clear who supports whom. So that's all. And this is you see what Daniel just said, my dear brothers and sisters, including Daniel. Daniel just said the left values the degenerate over the lawful, the deviant over the modest. The left cares not about the average American. That's his statement, right? We don't have to talk about that statement. We just have to tell the truth. The right supports Donald Trump, a deviant. So that kills one of his answers right there the left the right does not want child care or the affordable care act or the medicaid expansion to the affordable care Act, which would save hundreds of thousands of lives so that question is uh it uh, it, it answers yet another one it doesn't care about the average american citizen who cares about it the people who are going to give them health care the people who are going to give them so when you hear these statements coming from these these our right-wing indoctrinated brothers and sisters, all we have to do is say, okay, itemize what we support 
and itemize what you support and which one of these correspond to caring for the average American citizen. We don't have to discuss it. We win in a landslide. ABQ says Eric Hayes might have an idea there. Since fentanyl introduction to the drug market in 2015, the number of cocaine deaths are tripled. The solution to this isn't to crack down on drug use. The solution is to legalize it, tax and regulate it. I agree. I want all drugs legalized. I want it legalized so that we can tax it and so that we can give the people help that, you know, there are a lot of countries where, you know, let's look at the South America, right? There are a lot of countries where drugs, uh, certain kind of drugs are freely available. Coca leaves, right? In Peru. And people use coca leaf to help them with the elevation and all that kind of stuff. And you don't see a whole bunch of dope heads, right? Uh, you, can, you can actually institute all these things. Uh, the, our biggest drug, most dangerous drugs that kill the most people right now is alcohol. It's liquor. Have you, we, had the, we had in 29 when we had the prohibition. How successful was that again? You know, so the reality is, if you want to see what hurts people, you know, what we have is, you know, you want to talk about government? Government that controls, controls substances like that, that's an issue. Why allow smoking? Why allow drinking but not allowing uh, the ganja? Not allowing uh, cocaine? You know, I'm not for that at all. I, look, I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't do drugs. I don't do any of that. And you know what? I don't consider that a particular virtue. I just don't do them. Because they, I don't need this, these externalities. My drug is caffeine, coffee. So much so that caffeine has very little influence on me right now. So that is where I'm at. I want things legalized, as Brother AVQ said. And then we can solve the problems if they're addicts or whatever. Because I've known also people who did coke two, three times a week, and they were never addicts. They, they handled it, they, they got their high, they, they were 100% functioning. I also know people who were on coke when I was in college that it fried their brains. So, and I've known people who can take their liquor, no problem. I've also known people who take liquor, they become addicted to liquor, and it destroys their lives, it destroys their families. That's where I'm at, Okay. All right, let's see. Bruce says it may be most humanists believe spirits are related to humanity. And why not? We are humans, you know? So I agree with that, brother. Norman Reynolds says, Great words, Egberto. Disregard the commentary without hate of heat. Think of your human-to-human -human care as, as a LED bulb gives off the light of human care without the heat of an older type incandescent bulb. I love that, brother. I love that. Eric Hayes says, How about sending all drug dealers and cartels on a trip to Washington and the capital, what would that look like? I don't know. I have no idea because it, the statement doesn't make any sense, Eric. You know, if we really want to solve problems, we get away from the silly stuff that comes out of Fox News. Ah, oh, do that, do things that not, that's not going to happen, right? Why even talk about that? It's not going to happen. Carl Cox says, Christian fundamentalists tend to be very dangerous people who hate science and don't believe in the common good. Carl, thank you, Carl. Very present. AVQ says, Steve Shives had a recent video where at 731 he said, I'm of the opinion that there is no such thing as a harmless conspiracy theory because even the most seemingly innocent ones encourage people to abandon critical thinking, reject expertise, and remain willfully oblivious 
to their own ignorance and bias. A population full of proudly ignorant people who reject basic facts about history and the world is not something any of us should want. And you know what? That is so true. And the guy who wrote, the congressman who just, his son died of a suicide and he wrote a book about the in, insurrection. He also said, and I don't, I can't quote it directly, but what he said is anyone who can convince you of a conspiracy is very dangerous because they can convince you to do bad things. And it's all right. Daniel Edoso, Egberto, you should really consider moving to the D.C. area. It is so much more forgiven to your particular brand of crazy. Seriously, after the separation, you really are not going to like living in Texas. Well, <laughs> I know all the things the militia thinks they're planning, but it's amazing how the militia plans and how things fall apart. Remember the insurrection, the Proud Boys, along with the, the Proud Boys, along with the, what are, what are the other ones, the color, whatever. All these guys were the, the patriots or whatever they're called. You know, they tried to get together and, and, and march and file and everything to go into the Capitol, right? And they teetered out. Because you know what they know? Most Americans are good. Most Americans aren't the crazy militant type that really don't have the intellect to govern. They, they, don't, they, 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 they don't want to be like those folks. The, the intellect to govern, I'm talking about the Proud Boys, and I'm talking about the, uh, the what is that thing? The Patriot guys or the, the you, know, you know who I'm talking about. So most Americans aren't like that. So I have no fear about, oh, when the separation comes, there ain't going to be no separation, Daniel. Wishful thinking, you guys live in a small bubble. You may kill a few people, and I know that's your plan. You think by killing a few people going to be okay? Because, you know, these are criminals. So, yeah, you guys are, may kill a few people in, in some attempt at insurrection. But the vast majority of Americans do not want that. You all overplay what you, you overplay your popularity. You overplay what you think people want. So keep being delusional. Um, ABQ says, Egberto, how I wish you could post this image. Let me try. I'm going to try ABQ. And if it works... Uh, if it works, it works. If it doesn't work, don't hold me accountable. Let's see if it's going to work. I'm going to try it because you know I love you. Uh, let's see if I can get that to work because you've been asking me to post stuff and I've not been able to post things for a while and I want to make sure that my peeps, my peeps, let's see if I configure it, if it'll work. I, I sure hope it does. Let's see. Uh, there we go. It's not going to... Look, it's going to blink a bit, but I'm going to still play. I still have to figure out what's going on with the driver. There is a picture that, that AVQ wants you to see, guys. I'm going to play it for just a little bit, then I'm, I'm going to have to turn it off because I don't know if that blinking of the screen could actually cause a crash on the system. So now that I've shown you AVQ, I hope you are happy. I showed it on the screen for you, sir. All right, let's go ahead and continue. Um, all right. Eric Hayes says, there is no snowed. It is the area of need that are not getting it from the democratic policies. And so it is shown uh, why should they stay in power. I would love you to tell us what area of need Democrats are preventing people from getting. The truth of the matter is, uh, the only people stopping us from delivering to the areas of need are cinema, mansion, and every single Republican. That's the only folks. So let's, let's get it right. Okay, uh, let's see. Legalize fentanyl. Okay, yeah, that is a great idea and more would die. No, actually, 
Everybody who wants to get fentanyl right now, they're getting it. But let's, let's show the difference. Let's show the difference. Fentanyl is illegal. Those people who want fentanyl get it. Since it's illegal, they have to do illegal things to get it. They pay a premium for it. They kill for it. They do all these things. They lose their families for it. If it's legal, they can go somewhere, buy it. Somebody knows that they bought it. They, get, they pay taxes on it. And those tax dollars are used for the ones who actually get out of whack from taking fentanyl. Remember, fentanyl was created by a capitalist con company who claimed humans could take fentanyl. Fentanyl didn't just drop out of the sky. Fentanyl was created by capitalism. Okay? So I'm saying, let's, let's the government do its part after fentanyl created that thing and, and they have allowed it to be on the market. Let's go ahead and do what government does best, regulate it. Courtney, the SLP, welcome aboard. She says, alcohol is poisonous to the body. Perfectamente correcta, mi mujer. You're absolutely right. Eric Hayes says, talk period, not 1800s, etc. apples and oranges. Uh, I don't know what that means. All right, Norman Reynolds says, AVQ, what a picture. Yeah, I saw the picture, man. Bruce Pollard says, actually, painkillers might have passed alcohol for fast killers, cigarettes, and alcohol kills slowly. True. Uh, let's see, Statistica. According to, from AVQ, according to the survey carried out in Colombia at the end of 2019, around 2% of respondents claim having consumed cocaine at least once in their lifetime. Meanwhile, roughly 0.3% of Colombians' interviews reported having used this illegal substance at least once in the 30 days prior to the survey. Interesting. AVQ says, Norman, thanks. Too bad no one else will see it. No, 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 no. Everybody saw it uh, because I placed it in the stream. Sabrina Jacobs, how are you doing? Uh, Jamie Raskin, thank you for reminding me of his name. Jamie Raskin, who lost his son. I love my, my, I have the best, best listeners. Hey, Sabrina, how's it going out there in Berkeley, my dear friend? Uh, we got we, we to gotta hook up sometimes and, uh, and, and get you on my show to do an interview. Uh, I've been on her show several times. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's go. Daniel Liddell says, no heroin addict ever held down a job. I know several alcoholics who have had good jobs for 20 plus years. Uh, you don't know that no heroin addict ever had a job because you don't know they're heroin addicts. I know heroin addicts. Let me give you my heroin addict story. When I, was, when I just started business back in the 80s, I wanted a loan for $40,000. And I'm putting this in my next book about the racism that I, got, that I suffered through the bank. Okay? Uh, what happened is... I went for the 40000 loan. They said, don't even bother coming here to get the loan because you don't have collateral. My white brother, he, he was on coke. And, you know, you talk about high function. He had, a, it had his company and he wanted the $40,000 too. And we figured out how we were going to go ahead and get it together. I got, I got denied the loan back in the early 80s. He got the loan without collateral or anything. And being a coke head as well. Oak Keepers, thank you for that, Bruce. And being a coke head as well. So, what can I say? Uh, I know a lot of high-functioning, to this day, I know a lot of high-functioning coke addicts, heroin addicts. Well, heroin, mostly coke. But I know one person that does heroin. Um, anyhow, Bruce, thank you for reminding me about Oak Keepers. And yes, Sabrina, you have my number. You can call me anytime. Um, Let's see what else we have here. Uh, Carl Cox says, Oath Keepers are 
the other neo-Nazi group. Yeah, we do. We, thank you for bringing that up. Uh, let's continue. Let's continue. Lee Alexander, it's any, anyone. Thank you for being here, Lee Alexander. Before Lee, got to go to Daniel. Daniel says, leftists have killed thousands in the past year alone because of their fear propaganda and irrational lockdowns and mandates. I, th th that's, that's completely unprovable and not true. Lee Alexander says, it's anyone who can convince you of absurdities can get you to commit atrocities. It's an old quote, but I don't remember who said it. Yeah, and, and I think that is what it was in, uh, that's a quote, you're correct, Lee Alexander, and I think it's in, in Reskin's book. So thank you for bringing that up. Uh, Eric Hayes says, yes, fentanyl comes, uh, fentanyl from cartels, etc. Great idea, Egberto. Let's kill more with poison. Uh, you don't learn, you don't learn. Carl Cox, right winner, except kill hundreds of thousands with their crazy ideas. Bruce Pollard says, Daniel, you don't know who all is a heroin addict, just poor ones. Boy, Bruce, you hit the nail on the head. Daniel Ledo says, uh, uh, no, Daniel Ledo, you mean following public health experts who say wear a mask while outside, wash your hands before touching your face and vaccine. And, and that is why I said uh, uh, ABQ. You don't argue, you just assert. I want... I want Democrats and progressives to simply start asserting. Simply start asserting. You have nothing to defend because we are right. All right, uh, let's see. Sabrina, good in Berkeley. Hey, Senor Willis, she says, mm-hmm. All right, let's continue here. Uh, Refab, uh, let's see, Daniel Ledo says, you reveal your ignorance of heroin. There, that's not bad, but for your information, heroin doesn't work like that. Um, you know, it's funny because not only that I was, you know, not I, uh, I know family members who in the hospital, they were in fact on heroin. And I do understand how heroin works, sir. But it's okay if you want to, if you, if you want to placate yourself into believing that I don't know how heroin works, that's fine too. Sabrina says, you're an amazing guest. And Sabrina, you're always amazing yourself, my dear friend. Uh, let's see, Eric Hayes says, hundreds of examples of the thugs let out on multiple bonds by liberal judges all in Harris County. Results are people dying, not of people that know them the other way around. It's shameful how little true info you're providing, sir. If you're telling me, if your total debts of, in our metropolitan area of 4 million people is 160 people, there are more people committing suicides with guns. Guns are doing more damage on their own without the bonds people or anything that if it's 160 I thought it was more than 160 the way the news is playing it up it would it seemed like it should be a hell of a lot more than 160 people that got killed by people released on bonds so I guess sir uh, the, the issue here is not one of those 160 should be dead but if you if you think that is bad hold the Congress hold Austin accountable for murdering over 2,000 Texans every year. Hold Austin, the Republicans in Austin, accountable for starving kids all the time. Hold them all accountable if you want to hold those judges accountable for that 160 uh, killings that occurred. It's simple. It's simple. All right, I got some videos to show you. First of all, we had a congressman who thought he had the right to tell a woman that 
you know, when she's trying to protect herself to the congressman, hey, please put your mask on. We're going into the subway here at the Capitol. And, he's, and he assaulted her. A congressman assaulted another congressperson. Listen to this, and then we'll take this on the other side. Let's go for it. Sometimes it's simply hard to believe what some men, some in, in general, the GOP in this case, think they can get away with. Poking a woman on a train. Yeah, it's a soft assault, but it's an assault. I want you to listen to this and then let's take it on the other side. Democratic Congresswoman Joyce Beatty took to Twitter this afternoon to describe an altercation with a Republican colleague on the U.S. Capitol subway system earlier today. She posted, quote, today, while heading to the House floor for votes, I respectfully asked my colleague, Congressman Hal Rogers, to put on a mask while boarding the train. He then poked my back, demanding I get on the train. When I asked him not to touch me, he responded, kiss my expletive. This is the kind of disrespect we have been fighting for years and indicative of the larger issue we have with GOP members flaunting health and safety mandates designed to keep us and our staff safe. The Congresswoman went on to demand an apology from Rogers, and according to the Washington Post, Rogers obliged, quote, in a statement, Rogers, 84, said he had met with Beatty to personally apologize. My words were not acceptable, and I expressed my regret to her, first and foremost, Rogers said. Beatty's colleagues in the Congressional Black Caucus spoke to reporters on the Capitol steps to show their support for her and demand a more public apology from Congressman Rogers. Who does Harold Rogers think he is? How dare he put his hands on anyone, man, woman, or child? How dare he assault Joyce Beatty? Beatty cares about the health and safety of everybody. Everybody. And in this COVID environment, we should be applauding her for trying to protect everybody's health. This was harassment of a woman, a black woman, and a woman in leadership because he put his hands on her. For some reason, there seems to be this attitude of not accountability. I can say and do anything that I want. Today, we're standing together. It stops today. After the press conference, Congressman Rogers repeated his apology in a tweet, and Congresswoman Beatty has accepted the apology. Look, this goes beyond masking. This goes beyond ethics. This is simply, you know, uh, when I heard the congressman call it an assault, at first I said assault. I mean, he just, and then technically speaking, uh, he when he touched this woman's body because she told him to wear a mask and he actually confronted her by poking at her. He had no right to do that. That is absolutely wrong. And this is not an overreaction. He had no right to enter her personal space and touch her personal being who the hell does he think he is he should be when i when i saw that when i saw that i could not help but get super upset because again he has no right to poke at her and the, the other thing he has no respect i mean you are in a in a in a, in a closed environment 
the least you could do is put the damn mask on. I mean, all these people like to call themselves. We care about others. Remember Daniel Lado earlier mentioned, he said, uh, leftists don't care about people. No. Again, remember I said, we always can just show the proof. This congressman show he has complete disregard for humanity. Complete disregard. He didn't care that this woman is elderly, and he's elderly himself. He's 84. He didn't care that he could cause her harm. He didn't care to ask, okay, ma'am, I'm sorry. I'll put my mask on, even if it is, even if I don't believe in masking. I'm going to put it on because I am in a public space. And being in a public space, I respect the public domain. It is that simple. Eric Hay, all right, ABQ says... All right, what, what, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, oh, you guys started writing. Eric Hay says, not simple when a gun from a thug is killing you that is a person pulling the trigger. Well, you know something, Eric? The gun from that thug was actually created by our capitalist society who believes in selling as many drugs as, uh, guns as possible. We have more guns per capita than anybody else. That's what we like. Because the gun manufacturers want to sell their products, so therefore we have unlimited manners in which you can sell your product. Capitalism at its best. Capitalism at its best. Okay, Daniel Ledo says it wasn't an assault, it was an insurrection. L O L. Well, sir, it was an assault. He touched her, he touched her, she didn't want to be touched, she didn't ask to be touched, and he poked her belligerently. When I'm out with people, men or women, uh, I know who I can hug. I know our approachability. I know all of that, but I won't encroach on somebody's space. I made that mistake one time because, again, I'm from a huggy, 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 touchy, kissy culture. That's my culture. And the people who surround me, they have adapted that same, same model with me. And including others who see me that way, and, and, and they come and they join the fold. Well, I went to a function one time, and there was a line of, of, of all these women who had listened to this stuff, and we we're all hugging and some guys back slapping and all of that. And here comes this, this lady, and I extended and went to hug her, and she put the brake. Actually, I think I got to hug her, and she put the brake on, and she said, oh, I don't do that. And I felt so horrendously bad. I apologized, all of that. And it, it had me scared for, uh, for a long time, you know. So uh, every time I go to Starbucks and some of the... The women from the Kingwood era, Democrats or others come and, you know, they, they'll come and I'll stand up to greet them when they're there. I, I wouldn't extend my hand anymore. I keep my hands tacked to my, to my side or something. And they'll be like, hey, Berta, what's wrong? What's wrong? Where's my hug? Where's, you know, I'm like, oh, is it okay? And it's, yeah, it's okay. You have to know how to respect people's spaces. And, you know, whereas, you know, when I'm, when we're back home, it's everybody hugging, so there's no space to respect because that's what we all do. Over here, there's some who do, some who don't. And you have to understand that. That congressman knew he was infiltrating her space. He knew it. He assaulted her. Uh, Norman says, we are using examples of the GOP politicians' behavior not for outrage but for narrative. I think I can guess my fellow voter who typically vote Republican, the poking of the Democratic politician, it's not a big deal. The Democrats have done worse. Really? What about Donald Trump holding on and grabbing that woman's fang? Remember that? Let's remember that. Okay. Uh, Eric Hayes says, Egberto, do you whisper in people's ears like Uncle Joe? Yeah, I do sometimes. 
um, you know, again, there are different cultural issues to talk about. And culturally, that is how we are culturally. All right? Now, I am in, there's no one American culture. And not only isn't there one American culture, American culture isn't based on, uh, on somebody being uh, black, white, uh, Asian, or whatever, because, again, it, it, you know, there's a plethora of our, our, great, our great salad here that come on very good. Anyhow, Tom C. says, since 2001, Portugal has substituted drug treatment for incarceration. Decriminalizing has resulted in significant decreases in drug use, addiction, and increases in successful drug treatment. Of course, it, it's actually logical. It is very logical, Senor Tom, I mean, Senor Tom C. Daniel Edo says, replying to Eric, yeah, maybe, but the story how, uh, here is how Egberto is just talking her words. There was physical contact. The apology only refers to the words, but an assault allows for victimhood. No, he assaulted her and he apologized to her personally. You don't know what he said in the personal apology. You only know what he said in the tweet. Carl Cox says, the right wing wants no gun safety laws because they want plenty of guns on the streets so they can attempt to overthrow our democratic form of government. The thing about it is, you cannot over... They have guns, but you know who is gunning up as well? The others are gunning up themselves as well. Lee Alexander says, I wish I had the opportunity to hold the Supreme Court accountable for making political bribery legal. I know what you mean, Lee Alexander. I, I'm with you, I'm with you, I'm you. Eric Hayes says, come on, man, I don't know what I'm coming on about. Tom C., what's, what's with all the insults and laughing emojis? Kind of immature. Logical counter-arguments, please. You know, uh, let me tell you something, uh, uh, that uh, brother Tom, and that is how you know how to address a particular issue, right? Somebody who is, is kidding like that, you know that certain answers doesn't have to be taken or determined out very seriously. Daniel Adosa, salad, LOL. I noticed, that you, I noticed what you did there. That is Marxist terminology. No, it's not Marxist terminology. We used to talk about being a melting pot. A melting pot assumes homogeneity. In other words, we all conclude into one form of meal, one form of everything. That's not what I like. I love the idea of going for Italian food, soul food, Asian food, meaning Vietnamese, meaning Thai, and all these kinds of things. And you know what's so funny about it? America is such a salad now that you have white people creating Thai food. You have uh, uh, Italian people making soul food. You have, I mean, people of Italian descent and all of that. That is a salad that I'm talking about. It is such a beautiful thing. You know, uh, my daughter can cook several different styles of food from different ethnicities. And those, uh, the people that she hang around of different ethnicities can cook all the, I mean, it's beautiful. This stuff about the racism, it's such a, it's, it's the, the, the thing that the plutocracy fears is when we really enjoy each other's for everything we bring. And when we exchange the things that we bring, we exchange the things that we bring. In other words, uh, let me give an example. I am, I, am, I, I am a Latin American Caribbean brother who can't dance. And I know a whole lot of my white sisters would make me look like a damn you-know-what. Okay? In other words, we adopt each other's, uh, each other's being. and So, hey, look. That is the biggest fear of the plutocracy. The biggest fear of the oligarchy, the corporatocracy. When we start to love each other, when we start to adapt to each other because we understand that humanity is one, the, 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 the 
the people are like the, the plutocracy is then toast and the reason the plutocracy is then toast is because we no longer will allow them to screw us why will we do all this work for them taking all the profits and all those who bought into their fallacies using all that it'll fail lol whites cooking thai etc sounds more like a melding or say um melting no it's not a melding it is different people doing different things it's a salad brother it's a salad because they the different meals the different cultures remain distinct you know like my white brothers using dreadlocks you know that style they like it you know or a a, a black woman pressing her here right you know come on guys understand the realities understand it I got another video I'm not gonna to get to all my videos I didn't realize it's so late I didn't even ask for an ask yet but anyhow let's go ahead and go to Al Franken because Al Franken made me laugh with this one and I think it'll make a lot of you laugh Al Franken decided to you know uh, the Republicans have just came out with a thing that says um, what occurred in Washington was legitimate political discourse in other words the insurrection was legitimate political discourse so Al Franken had something to say about that and I thought he said it without saying it in an interesting manner check it out Senator Franken, what do you make of this split in the Republican Party? You worked with Mitch McConnell. Uh, do you get the sense he's sincere or sincerely worried at least? Well, if I were him, I would have been PO'd at the Republican National Committee. I mean, they basically just announced that they're kind of crazy. I mean, no one can look at that and go that was legitimate political discourse, gouging out the eyes of police, which Capitol Police, which they did. Police lost their fingers. They had traumatic uh, brain damage. They broke vertebrae. The, the people who went in there smeared feces on the walls. Uh, American people saw that. This, I believe the Republican National Committee voted that unanimously. I think they're showing what the Republican Party is now, which is in the thrall of Donald Trump. That may be a vast majority of the Republican Party, but I think independents and, and Democrats, obviously, are looking at that and going like, oh, we, 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 it's very dangerous. It's very, very dangerous. But obviously there's some calculus there. I don't think there was some calculus there. No. <laughs> I, think, I think that's their problem. I don't think there was any calculus there. I think, I, I think that they're not only dangerous, but they're kind of stupid. We spend a lot. Now, when he talks about there's no calculus there, uh, I, I sort of disagree with him. There's a calculus. This is to get through the primaries. And after they get through the primaries, the expectation is that the folks who need them to be that crazy in the primaries will continue to vote Republican absolutely. And then they will moderate their message with the expectation that they can get some crossover votes who just don't like the way they talk about those liberals. But I, 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 am, I beg to differ. I have, I have a message out that I want to talk to the judges in Houston and other places. And I want to make sure, because I don't think the Democratic Party is doing itself a service right now. I don't want the Democratic Party defending anything these guys are saying. I want the Democratic Party to defend nothing. There's nothing that the, 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 the Democratic Party needs to defend at this point in time. What I want the Democratic doing is going on the offense. 
and they need to go out and say they are killing people this is what we want to do they are starving people this is what they're denying us from doing they are and, and if you want these things done which you say you want you cannot vote for those who will take those things away do you doubt whether they took it away already check out what mansion and cinema did they didn't pass the bill back better that $300 per child credit gone evaporated do you want more of that evaporated you got a taste of what good government was about you also got a good taste of what bad government does do you want horrendous government now to take care of you we have an assertive message to give there is another there is another piece that I I, I think I played it yesterday as far as uh, where Chris Hayes said when are Democrats going to start running on their successes when are they going to start running that assertive message bankruptcies the lowest it has ever been do we have problems with unemployment and uh, for people of color being below yes has it always been that way yes how do we solve it the policies that we spoke about earlier that comes in big back build back better are there so the do the POCs who don't get the voting rights bills passed now have an incentive to still fight their way to the vote of course they do and instead of playing the games remember there are those who are playing the game that need us to believe we're going to lose to make it a self-fulfilling prophecy it is on us to ensure that doesn't happen it is on us to ensure that doesn't happen lee alexander says while i'm not a huggy touchy person it is intended uh in a good way i've learned to show my affection by sharing a hug there you go brother lee and we also have norman says there is no split in the republican party until 90 percent of the republican party voters stop voting for republican politicians the gop voter is agreeing with the attack on the capitol absolutely and that has to be aggressively pointed out uh, Barbara Wilt says aggressive poking followed by crude language can lead to an alt-right fight depending on who is Pope. Barbara Wilt, you have that exactly right. Paul Fleming from ATL. I didn't see you coming in, brother. How are you doing, sir? Hope all is well. Uh, we got uh, Eric Hayes' Afghanistan debacle. What kind of government policy was that? Afghanistan was a debacle from, debacle from its inception. Biden didn't break Afghanistan. Afghanistan would never have looked good getting out of Afghanistan. It wasn't possible to get out of Afghanistan looking good. It wasn't possible. But, you know, trying to tell you guys that, just look at how Reagan got out of, let's say, Lebanon. Remember the 264 or so soldiers that got killed in the bombing under Reagan? Did you feel the same way? Did you remember? Uh, so, so let's, you know, again, the reason it's important to teach history the thing that Republicans don't want you to do is so you don't repeat the same mistakes over and over again. Why Biden got us out of Afghanistan? Afghanistan was a mistake. Iran, Iraq was a mistake. You got to learn. Tom C. says a 1% plutocratic salad would be an empty bowl with a few scraps of lettuce and a couple of moldy croutons left for 99% rest of us. Instead of dressing, we get dressed down. I love you, Tom. Every case says Biden administration had a chance uh, I don't, okay, whatever. Uh, let's see. Paul Fleming says, My best friend's brother was killed under Reagan. There you go. There you go. So, folks, I got to get out of here, but before you know, I got to play my piece. I want to ask you guys to please go ahead and get my books. If you haven't gotten my books yet, 
Here's a promo for it. I'm Igberto Willis, as host of Politics Done Right, a progressive radio media show on Pacifica Network's KPFT 90.1 FM Houston that engages all ideologies. I found that our political angst isn't mostly ideological. There is a well-designed effort by many in power to control us. If we are at each other's throats, we are less likely to demand our economic and local wishes. In that light, I wrote three books. I wrote the first one titled, As I See It, Class Warfare, The Only Resort to Right-Wing Doom to Describe the Entire Economy in a Manner We Can All Understand. It highlights why it was designed to pill for most as it empowers a few, the chosen. The second book, titled, It's Worth It, How to Talk to Your Right-Wing Relatives, Friends, and Neighbors, Take It to the Next Level. After understanding how the system pilfers, it is incumbent that we can speak to our peers to empower a change. The third book, How to Make America Utopia, Take Away the Economy from Those Who Rigged It, gives us a place to land. After learning about our economy that is dysfunctional for most and learning how to engage the other side, we point out what would make an economy that works for all. Each book stands on its own, but together they provide the full picture. Please consider getting one or more. You will undoubtedly learn, be entertained, and help us continue the mission with our blogs, articles, videos, and books. Absolutely so, folks. Absolutely so. And by the way, now, um, please, if you're, you're still with us, go ahead and click that join button on YouTube. Become a part of our PDR Pass. We need hundreds of you at those small those small contributing le levels so please click on that join button to become a part of our pdr posse alternatively if you don't see it if you're on youtube if you're on facebook or any other platform please consider whoops i am on the wrong keyboard you know how that works sometimes uh please consider going to politicsdoneright.com slash youtube politicsdoneright.com slash youtube where is that link i can't get the link there for some reason Let's see what's going on here. Let's see if it'll allow me to paste it this way. Uh, yeah, there you go. Politicsunright.com slash uh, YouTube. Oh, come on. There we, there we go. Uh, you can alternatively bit, uh, contribute to us again via Patreon. Politicsunright.com slash Patreon. Politicsunright.com slash Patreon. I'm about to put that into the screen as well. Uh, paste. There you go. Politicsunright.com slash Patreon. You can also uh, visit our store. We have a lot of new stuff in our store. Please consider getting a few stuff, T-shirts, teacups, all that good stuff. Go to politicsdoneright.com slash store, politicsdoneright.com slash store. And of course, you can get all of our books at politicsdoneright.com. I'm going to have to do a, a standalone video of this so I can do it in a concise manner as well. politicsdoneright.com slash books, politicsdoneright.com slash books. And last but not least, if you, don't, if you want to find out all the different ways that you can support us in one place, just go to politicsandright.com support, politicsandright.com support. And in that manner, you can support us best way that you can. We do need your support. We cannot do this without you. I have some more videos that I had to play, but I ran out of time. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pre-process those videos tonight. And we'll listen to them tomorrow, and they'll be up on the blog, I don't know, maybe tonight or tomorrow as well. Because these are, this is important that we get all this stuff done. But look, I thank you guys for all being here. I couldn't do this without you. Like I've always told you, this is your show. This is yours. And I think I've proven by making sure that it's interactive and you're a part of it. And no matter how big we grow, you know, we'll always try to get as many of your comments in. Uh, even if I don't answer them specifically, if, if we grow large enough, uh, then I'll have other people helping us with comments and saying, Egberto, this is one you have to answer or something. But we're not there yet. 
We're not there yet. I hope to get there. Not I hope, we will get there as more of us share, as more of us join so that we can do more to grow this platform. It's a platform that is, uh, that is important. Uh, it's something that I've changed my life to do. It's something that I think needs to be done. I think more of us need to actually engage in the body politic. We'll continue to do that. So thank you so kindly for having been here. You know how I end this baby. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right, and you know how I end this baby. I am what? Out. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.